Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. Well, hey, friends, welcome back. I am excited, as usual, to be back with you again this week. We just finished up some serious conversation with none other than Lee Carroll. I hope that you were able to watch those or listen to those episodes with Lee talking about using therapeutically active beneficial mushrooms in your practice with your patients. Uh, But today we are going to skip over. We've had enough clinical for a few weeks. I wanted to just give you some insight about the things that I've been doing as far as reading, learning, and continual development. I am a big fan of personal development, personal development, meaning how can I be a better version of myself? How am I, how can I make myself a better leader for my team? How do I make myself a better spouse, a better mom? just a better human being in general. I'm a big fan of that, but I also love learning more clinically because that's my livelihood, just like it is for you. And I think that having some variety as far as what we read is really important. There was a day when I would only read clinical things, meaning like, you know, clinical books, things that had to do with, you know, functional nutrition, functional medicine, all that kind of stuff. That's all that I would ever do. And it kind of gets boring after a little while. Like I kind of felt like I had no life, so to speak. I was just slugging my brain with all of this clinical information. And I realized that there was another part of me that I felt like was maybe, I don't know, I wasn't wasn't being fulfilled, I guess is the best way for me to say it. So what I decided to do was I just said, well, I guess what I'm going to do is I'm just going to learn how to read some different things and kind of cross them all together at the same time. So I like to have three to five books going at one time. And so I'm just going to share with you the ones that I have been enjoying lately. So number one, here we go. Uh, Oh, before I do, I'll tell you, I get asked this a lot is, uh, are you a hard book reader or an audible reader? And I all, I used, I have hundreds and hundreds of books. But now I have been doing Audible and I love Audible because on my first pass through the book Audible, I know that whether I want to read it again or not, if it's not one that I'm like, okay, it's fine. I'm good. I don't need to to listen to it again. Then I won't buy the hardcover. However, if I'm listening to an Audible book and I think, oh my gosh, there is such good information here. I need a books and a yellow highlighter. Then I will order the book. And so I don't order the book so much now. And besides, it just takes up so much space. I think if my husband saw a order full of books, every time I get a book or two that come from Amazon or wherever I've ordered it from, I think he just secretly rolls his eyes at me like, oh my gosh, more books. What are you going to do with them, woman? But I love me some good books. So let's talk about my top five favorite books. So here are my current reads. The first read for me is a book by Keith Cunningham, and it's called The Road Less Stupid. Now it's not the titles, I don't know, not probably the, the most intuitive title, but the reason that I love this book is it's a business book and it's all about the really dumb business decisions that we make and that it's completely normal, super normal. Not one of us ever, ever got 
a degree in how to open a business. You can get a business degree that teaches you about business, but running and owning a business is completely different. And if I had to add up what I always called the stupid tax, I think that Keith Cunningham calls it that as well. The stupid taxes that we pay for the dumb decisions that we make in business, whether it's you know, hiring a wrong person or I don't know, you know, making a bad investment or, or buying equipment that didn't work out, or there's just a million different things that you can, you can do that are just dumb, bad decisions. And it's not, you didn't go into it, wake up in the morning and think, Oh, I think I'm going to go make a really stupid decision today, but it's like a dumb business tax. You have to pay. That's part of the learning process. And what this book, the road, less stupid is he just talks about lessons and insights about how to avoid common pitfalls and mistakes in business. Because the truth is really, there is not one of us that is inherently a savvy business owner. We all learn how to run businesses just by hook or crook. And it, we make lots of mistakes on the way, tens of thousands of dollars, in fact. So he talks about the importance of scheduling thinking time. And thinking time is just maybe just 10 minutes or 15 minutes, but it's the, it's the strategic intentional time that you set aside to strategize and reflect in order to make better business decisions, because you can get quiet and then think about it rather than being reactionary. So it's just really been a great, a great book. I'm listening to it on audible. The chapters are by topic, which I also like. I, I like to be able to go to a chapter. The chapters kind of stand alone. So he's got one on finance. I think there's one on cash flow, business development, that kind of thing. So it really is a great, great book. I think the the if I had to sum it up, I think the crux of the book is that business mistakes are unavoidable. You're going to make them. I'm going to make them. And I have made plenty of them. So we just have to learn how to embrace them, how to learn from them, and then how to get back on the horse and keep going. So love the book. Next book, number two book. This was a kind of a, a pleasure book. And uh, I must admit that I don't often listen to them because I secretly in my mind think, oh, I'm not getting anything done. So I'm not productive. This is not a productive book, so I better not be reading it. But it was recommended to me. And I am so glad that I listened to this book. In fact, it's one that I'm going to listen to again. And it's called Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Like, yes, the actor Matthew McConaughey is totally pleasure. It was a very out of the ordinary read for me, but it goes through the highlights of his life coming from East Texas. And he, he makes a note of these points in his life as he's journaled and journaled and written down records of basically his life and experience. And he makes these little like intersections during his life. And he calls them a green light or a red light or a yellow light. So hence the title of the book, green lights. And the green lights are the moments that were, where he, there was a moment of affirmation. In other words, he kind of knew what he was doing was right. Like you're just, you know, you, you get in a situation where you're like, I was in the right moment at the right time green light. Like that's that right. Opportunities. I, I was like, got this opportunity for a new job or to hire someone new or to, I, I met the man of my dreams. Like that's a green light. He calls those green lights, red and yellow lights are the moments where we have some caution, like, Hmm, it might be a hardship or a difficult situation. It might be an obstacle or 
like a place where you need to take a little pause somewhere where you have to kind of hold back and go, "Mm, yellow light. And that's okay. So he just makes this comparison through telling stories about his life. He talks about his family. He talks about love. He talks about fatherhood. And really what I love, I think, is learning how to accept who you are and being comfortable with yourself, regardless of where you are on your journey, because the point is it's a journey and we're never finished. Like the journey begins when we make our, take our first breath and the journey ends when we take our last breath. And Matthew McConaughey does just an amazing job of telling his own story through a very, very unique lens. So I highly recommend it. I just finished it about a week ago and it was so good. I'm going to listen to it again. Okay. Book number three is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I've read this one twice. This is my third go round on this particular book. And it's all about how to make consistent changes in your daily routines. It's about like habits and about obviously atomic habits, but he just talks about how making the tiniest little adjustment can yield incredibly remarkable results over time. You know, if you, I I heard something not long ago about an airplane leaving San Francisco and heading to LaGuardia and that if the plane, how does the plane go all the way through the air and get exactly to the landing strip at LaGuardia? Like there cannot be like one degree of variation there, but it lands, it gets exactly where it's supposed to be. But if that plane takes off, And just literally there is a one degree shift in the compass, in the direction or the heading of the plane, that one degree shift and the plane, by the time it reached the other side of the United States would be 500 miles, either side, north or south of the airport with just a one degree shift in the direction or the orientation of the flight path. And that's how it is in life. So when we create good habits, these habits, when we can incrementally make these little tiny subtle shifts, it doesn't take long before we start finding that we are actually closing the gap, having better outcomes, making better choices and seeing better results in a life. So it's in our lives. So it's not about necessarily like forming a new habit. It's capitalizing on the habits that we do and then learning how to improve them and how to make them even better so they work for us. So there's that one. And then my number four book is a clinical book. You knew I wasn't gonna get by this without having a clinical book. And it's a new one to me. It's called Serious Nutrition by Dr. Robert Teal. And I came across this book um, and I, I wasn't really sure what it was gonna be like, but I am madly in love with this book. And I'll tell you why. I forever, for those of you that know me, you know that I have used and loved standard process and media products forever and ever have just always used them. And I've loved the philosophy of Dr. Royal Lee. And, you know, over the years, I think that the philosophy kind of got diluted in, you know, modern day, et cetera, et cetera. And like the way the products are made and so on. But, but I still, I love the way that he thought the way that he understood the importance of using food to heal the body rather than these, you know, synthetic chemicals that are part of our better science or better health through science, you know, nutrition concept that we have to deal with now, you know, most of the supplements are just junky supplements, but serious nutrition, what Dr. Teal has done along with his co-authors, what Dr. Teal has done is he's been able to take in my opinion, Royal Lee's work 
and bring it forward, expand on it with newer research, updated information, and bring it into the more modern situational setting with the modern patient by helping us really see the, the, the continual growth of this whole food philosophy using foods rather than the synthetics. And the book covers all the vitamins, how they work, how the nutrients work, how they work in the body. It's got all the minerals in it. It really just fills in the gaps of what Dr. Royal Lee had, in my opinion. So there might be somebody that disagrees with me. It's okay. It's fine. You don't have to agree with me, but that's just my opinion. I'm actually really enjoying this book. It's a book that is not on audible, so I can't listen to it. The other ones I can, but this one I've highlighted and highlighted and highlighted. And I think it's going to be a really important reference manual for me, but I'm enjoying just taking my time getting through it. I just read a page, maybe even just a half a page. There's so much information. And then I just sit with it and I'll make some notes in my journal. I have a a notebook that I take notes in clinical notes and I just make some notes in there. And then I kind of think about it for a few days and I go back and I read a little bit more, but it it has been a a clinical salve to my soul, my whole food, real food soul. So I would highly recommend that you get that one. You can get it on Amazon or you can get it through Dr. Recommends. And then my last book, which is so fitting that it's the last book is it's called the, the title is the happiness advantage. Does that fit me or what? Yes. The author is Sean Aker. I think is how you pronounce his name, but this one is really, the premise is really individual is this individuals or people who are happy and positive are more likely to be productive, resilient, and successful, more successful in their personal and professional lives. That's really the whole premise of the whole book. It just talks about how to cultivate more happiness. And in our world today, we need a lot more of that. In my opinion, it's a really great book. It's easy to read. You can get it on audible. I have the hardcover and I have it on audible and I'm listening to it again on audible and I'll probably read it. I love, love this book. It's the second time I've um, listened to this book. I just, I just love it. It's really about shifting your mindset on to focus on the positive things. People are inherently good. And yeah, there are some, you know, not so great people out there, but inherently people are good. And life is wonderful. And you can always find that bright spot in your day, in your life with your kids or your family or your work or a patient. There's always something to be thankful for and happy for, happy about. And so if you can cultivate that happiness and bring that positivity, you're going to be more successful, your professional relationships, your patient relationships. Everybody wants to be around a happy person. Everybody wants to be around a happy person. I'm not always happy, but I really try hard to be happy as often as I can be, because I want to have a more successful life and business. And I just want to be a better human being. Really? That's what I want. And I want to do it and be happy. It's a core value for me. So that's it. Those are my five favorite books. That's what I'm reading right now. It'll change. I'll work my way through them and I'll pick up a few more. So I'm curious to know, what are your five? What are your favorite books? What are you reading? I really want to know. All you have to do is send me an email. Uh, I have an email address that's just for podcast listeners. Actually, it's hello at rondanelson.com. So send me an email. Let me know what you're reading. I really would love to know because I'm always looking for new books, new things to read. And if you have something that's like striking your interest, it might be my fancy as well. So thanks for listening. 
I love that you're here with me every single week. Appreciate you so much. Send me your favorite books. Hello at rondanelson.com. All right. Take care, friends. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Clinical Entrepreneur Podcast. 